are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, the intended audience for this episode are people who are practicing in informatics today. So today we're actually going to be quickly going over a review article. This review article is called The Effects of Barcoding Technology on Medication Errors. And the authors are Dr. Hutton, Dr. Ding, and Dr. Wellman. Their full names are in the show notes, and the link to the article is also in the show notes. This review article was published in 2021, but, you know, BCMA has been around for quite a while now, and it's no surprise that BCMA's um, intent is to reduce the medication errors occur with medication administration. So I do know that, you know, there's a variety of listeners, and some of you may know what BCMA is, and some of you may not know. So BCMA is Barcode Medication Administration, which is a method of using a technology where you're using a barcode scanner where the medication is being scanned by the barcode scanner and then the patient's wristband is being scanned uh, by the nurse as well. And the idea is this would cross-reference over to the EHR to see if there's an order for that patient and make sure it's the right patient, right drug, right dose, you know, all the five rights for the medication administration. So this is basically using technology to kind of help with uh, getting the accuracy down. So in this literature review, what they did was it's basically a review article that's, uh, they were looking at all the articles that were published between 1998 and 2016. And they used all of the major databases like the Cochrane Database of Systematic Reviews, the Central Register of Controlled Trials, Medline, Academic Search Premier, Dissertation Thesis, and there, there's a bunch more. And what they did was they searched for all the articles that had some kind of a usage of the word barcode or barcoding or barcode in quotes or barcode and outcomes or errors or medication errors or incidents or adverse drug events. So they're trying to find all the articles that's related to some type of barcoding technology and some kind of medication error outcome. So their inclusion criteria for this review was the initial thing they were trying to do was trying to find RCTs, which were randomized controlled trials, but they found that there were actually very limited articles found, so they had to expand their search. So, it, and it's funny because when I was recently looking up uh, just general pharmacy informatics journal articles, I can see what they mean about having a difficult time for trying to find RCT articles about pharmacy informatics technologies. So I'm not too surprised there that they had to expand their search to uh, look at, you know, quasi-experimental designs, uh, case controls, uh, controlled cohort studies, and other kind of things that kind of target medication use in the population. And then they also had another inclusion criteria, which they were only looking for the inpatient type of populations. And then they were looking at the type of intervention in which the intervention studied that it was barcode technology on a med use system. And then the type of outcomes you're looking at were anything that had a primary outcome with medication errors. Now, their exclusion criteria was any studies that had more than two interventions. And for my guess, that's probably to control for only having barcode medication administration as the thing that's causing the outcome. They also avoided looking at uh, retrospective incident reports. And they also avoided using uh, settings of nuclear pharmacy. Uh, because, you know, nuclear pharmacy dispensing errors are very, very low because there's major double checks and things like that. And then they also exclude any outcomes that's focused on stuff other than medication errors, like, you know, efficiencies and workarounds. So it was interesting to read, like, about their search process. They found 2,600, over 2,600 articles initially in their search. And then after that, they started, like, paring it down, right? Like, they found a bunch of duplicates. They found that some of them didn't contain the original data. Some of them had an inadequate study design, uh, you know, lacking desired outcomes, and all of that stuff. So once they pared down everything, there was only actually 10 studies that had all the criteria met. 
and was detailed enough for them to review. In the Hellman study, which is actually a study that I reference a lot in my lectures, this study actually found that there were different rates of you know, medication accuracy in different types of units that were involved in BCMA. They found that for the med surge units, there was a difference between pre-BCMA and post-BCMA with the uh, wrong time errors. However, they didn't see it carry over to ICUs, which in their ICU settings, they found that there was no difference at all uh, between the pre and post BCMA implementation. Conversely, another study by Siebert actually did not see any changes in the medication error rate in the oncology unit. However, they saw that the medication errors increased when it was implemented in an ICU setting. However, it is to note that in their ICU setting, medication error increases what they found that the errors actually were not related to BCMA, but were more related to the medication techniques. In looking at all the different articles, one of the things that the authors found was that there's a big issue with the statistical analysis. So there is an issue comparing the studies because the statistical significance actually was not reported in many of the articles. Another thing to note too is that if I guess if we're looking at medication administration errors, uh, the timing errors in which the medication is administered at the wrong time can actually artificially inflate the medication error rate because there will be documentation discrepancies. So what they also found was a lot of the studies that they looked at actually excluded time-dependent errors from being counted. And for the ones that did not exclude them, it's no surprise that then they had conflicting results between each other. So it was not really consistent with each other because those timing errors kind of messed things up with the data. And another thing that they found too when looking at all these uh, articles is that the definition of a wrong time error was not consistently defined either. So even though they are excluding that in a lot of the studies, one study's definition of a wrong time error may be different from another one. So now you have, you know, like another factor to kind of consider when you're comparing all these studies. So basically the overall kind of idea about this is that it's really difficult to draw conclusions on how BCMA affects medication errors in hospital settings. And it's because, as the authors found, few of the studies provide a comparative analysis on the categories of medication errors. And what the authors recommend is that future studies would need to focus on the effect of BCMA on specific types of medication errors, you know, the five rights, as well as different settings such as ICU versus oncology and all of that. And their final recommendation that there should really be a true RCT uh, designed to look at the before and after for the BCMA. And you know, the articles that they did review did have a before and after, but there's not really a true cluster RCT about BCMA on medication safety and medication errors. Thank you for listening. And if you like our show, please share with your friends or write a review on Apple Podcasts or your other favorite podcasting services. You can find us on all major social media platforms and you can reach me at tony at pharmacyitme.com. To learn more about Pharmacy Informatics, you can register to the Introduction to Pharmacy Informatics course at pharmacyinformaticsacademy.com completely for free. To network with other great pharmacists, check out pharmacistconnect.com. And to network with other healthcare technology professionals, check out healthtechbuddies.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal. Oh,